Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Random Encounters, where I, Nick, I, Matt, and me, Brandon, will all three pull a random monster, well, I guess I will pull the random monster from the random monster manual, and Matt and Brandon and I will discuss it, its merits, its peculiarities, and anything else that we see worthy of discussing. Now, I have 21 monster manuals to choose from, and they vary from AD&D all the way up to 5th edition. There are some Pathfinder books in there. There are some Cobalt Press books in there. So we've got a lot to work with and a lot to pull from. And this week's random monster manual is actually the AD&D 2nd edition manual. So this is going to be our first time delving that far back into Dungeons and Dragons history and source books. And it's going to be pretty pretty exciting because it's the way that they set things up and described things and the stats that they built out at that time were just so different. So, so very different than what we're accustomed to seeing now, even compared to something like 3.5. So our page is 47, and the way the book is set up, it actually has one, two, three monsters on page 47. So I'm just going to start with the first one on the top, and if we end up getting 47 in this book again, I'll just go to the next one. Now the, th- the thing is with these books in particular is there is no flavor text for AD&D. So what I can do is give you basically the descriptor text after all of the stats, and you guys can try and guess from there, I suppose. Let's jump right in, and and we'll see how this one goes. These reclusive herbivores dwell in hilly country. They will aggressively defend themselves from any threat. If this creature charges, they add plus four to damage inflicted when they hit, between six and 20 hit points. Their weapons are two long, sharp horns. They attack by butting with them. In rare cases, these creatures have been tamed to serve as steeds. If more than seven of these creatures are encountered, the remainder will be young, and you roll a percentile die to determine the size having the number rolled and adding it to 50%. That is super common for these really old monster manuals is roll a die and see how many are young and see how many are elders and see how many carry spears and see how many carry fish heads. It's all so utterly random. Okay, so we've learned that they can be in kind of larger groups. They can charge. They aggressively defend themselves. They have horns that they use for weapons. And that's about all that I can give you. So what do you think? I know it's not a lot. Think actually fairly mundane. I was going to say a sloth, but then you put the horns in there. So 
Horns, yeah. And a charge. It has a charge. That is a slow charge. <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah. more, an amble. Moseys. I cast a mosey. It's like when the little metal teeth are broken inside the charger. It's a slow charge. It trickles. <laughs> it never reaches full 100% either. Never. I mean, my thought immediately went to after Sloth, went to like Rhinoceros or something. <laughs> okay. I would say it's up there in size, but the traditional version of this animal is not normally that size. It's still not helping, I know. Uh, uses steed, so what, like a giant deer or something like that? You're getting closer. Really giant deer? <laughs> it's, the adjective was oh, not okay. the, uh... <laughs> Is it a, is it a, a goat? A ram? It's a goat! It is goat, comma, giant. Wow, that's clever. As opposed to giant goat. No, as opposed to goat, comma. Well, there is no goat normal or or regular size, but I mean, I I suppose it's just a goat. Yeah, it seems kind of odd why it wouldn't just be giant goat. Well, I guess if you're looking for goat, but there is no other goat. Yeah. But you want a giant goat. Do you look for goat or giant? I don't know. Mm. You look for G. They're both there. (laughs) No, they're not that far away. Okay, so the frequency of the giant goat is rare, as one would expect. The number appearing is between 1 and 12, which explains why if more than 7 of these creatures are encountered, the remainder will be young, and you roll the percentile to determine the size, having the number rolled and adding it to 50%. That's the numbers that they had in in these. It's just bonkers. They have an armor class of 7. They have a move of 18 feet. I don't really know how to interpret that. I'm not sure what the movement was based on. Yeah, the, they have like five foot squares like they do in... I'm not sure. I think this was back when they it was built using, or at least having in mind, war games. Okay. That's where Gygax got his start, was playing combat and ancient medieval fighting war games. Sure. And you would move whole sets of troops around. But I'm not sure the values and units of movement that they had. But uh, this guy can move 18 feet, which I'm assuming is pretty good if he's, if he's a giant goat. Uh, I'm sorry, a goat, comma, giant. Hit dice of three plus one. Again, don't really know the uh, the context. Is that telling us four hit points? Is that telling us that it has a standard number of hit dice and maybe it's a D8, so it's 3D8 plus one? The numbers are questionable and confusing. Yeah. Let me see. Hmm. And it, it doesn't exactly explain it in the like the front of the book either, so... Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose if we if I had the, the DMG or something from this edition, it, it yeah. would have it. This is 5e? Goat giant? No, this is this is AD&D. AD&D. Oh, I'm looking on the wrong kind of stuff. It's like, it's like 2e. Yeah. Yeah. The blue box, is that what it was? 
there was a white box. There a was a box. red box. Yeah. The red was the original, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think they call it OD&D, original Dungeons and Dragons, I believe. I think this is second edition, though. So advanced. AD&D is advanced. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, Brandon, look up advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Let's see. Percent in lair, nil. So I'm assuming that just means they don't have a lair. Treasure type, nil. Number of attacks, one. Damage is damage value is between two and sixteen. Special attacks, charge. Special defenses, nil. Magic resistance, standard. Intelligence, semi. So basically just a creature that can protect itself you know i mean just your yeah. standard animal i'm assuming a high wisdom probably low intelligence yeah um type. intuition and yeah what's the word i'm looking for instinct instinct thank you yeah let's see alignment is neutral size is large which is five feet plus at the shoulder makes sense jesus that is a that is a goat comma giant right there oh yeah it's a it's a big <laughs> one. it's like a it's basically a goat a, a goat moose. It's a goose. It's a goose. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. And <laughs> the last stat is psionic ability nil. Oh, you don't say. As, as one would expect. So not, not a terribly thrilling critter. I mean, the only redeeming quality it has is that it's a giant goat. And I suppose that, yep. that makes <laughs> that makes the most sense that it's that's why there's not a regular goat in the monster manual. You know, it's it's it has to have some some modicum of unusual aspect or danger or something, you know? It's not it, You can't just load it up with barnyard creatures. Yeah. I think that's the moral of the story. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool though, you know, thinking about a giant goat that you could use for a steed if it's trained. I think that would be a badass steed to ride into battle on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your dwarf friend or your halfling friend could be on a regular size goat and you'd be on the giant goat. Exactly. It's cool. And imagine, I don't know, you're in like a mountain campaign and, and you, you come upon what? One through 12 of these. Yeah, it could be kind of cool. And it doesn't have to attack you. You know, it could just be could just be scenery. Yep. Unless your barbarian is an idiot and decides to attack it and then you have to fight about 7 of these if you you've got a full a full herd. Do you think there are giants that herd the uh, goat comma giants? So like <laughs> like a, a hill gi- <laughs> Yeah, a hill. So no, so a it would be a goat, comma giant that's herded by goat giants. That's herded by farmer, comma giant. Far- <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Or shepherd. Sorry. Yeah, there. Yeah, a, a goat herd. Goatherd. Goatherd. A, a goatherd. A uh, a Gilbert goatherd. Oh. Come here, goat. <laughs> It's I can't I can't do a Gilbert Godfrey to save my life. Let me tell you what's wrong with a goat. There we go. That was closer. 
And he just complains about his goats the whole time <laughs> he as, he's, about the as he's hurting them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's see. Reclusive herbivores living in hilly country. Yeah, I mean, I could see them as... I was going to say I could see them as, as being the livestock of, of hill giants, but I think hill giants are kind of traditionally like really dumb and yes. and just eat anything that they find. I think that's the hill giant that's like that. Yeah, I think they're like one step above like goat comma giant in terms of trolls. intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Now that could get kind of confusing. What could? Saying hill giant. Is it a giant of the hills or is it a giant hill? Hill comma giant. Well, it depends on if there's a comma or not. Mm. Look at that hill giant on that hill, comma giant. <laughs> what's what's behind that hill, comma giant? Oh, it's a hill giant. Oh, what a silly, silly. Wait, was was there a was there a comma in that second one? I don't even know anymore. I I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I don't think I'm even going to ask how you would play a hill giant in a uh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> A, hill, a, a, a giant goat in a game. I don't even think that's an option. No. I mean, the closest you get is like a giant satyr or something. Yeah. Or even like, even a hill giant. I think they're too dumb to play. Like, I couldn't even spice this up and say, okay, so how would you play a hill giant? No. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not the brightest. What characters or what classes, I guess, would use a... Goat, comma, giant as a steed. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, my initial thought was druid. That's like the first thing that came to mind. But a druid would just like wild shape if they were powerful enough to have a giant goat. True. But maybe they're, maybe they don't use it as a steed, but more like a pack animal. Maybe there's, there's more, okay. there's an animal companionship there. Yeah. And they use it as a pack animal. A mule, comma, giant. Yeah. J- mule. Goat, comma, giant, parentheticals, mule. Oh. <laughs> but they, they are rare. Their frequency is rare. So it would be really cool to only see one in a game that is someone's steed or someone's animal companion. Yeah. It's a nice opportunity for some flavor. But beyond that, I'm not sure it has a whole lot of value. I don't think so. You're right. I think it would be a really cool way to, if you have like a druid character or maybe a ranger or something, I could see that being a paladin that took like a couple levels in ranger would Mm. have that, have that steed. Yeah. The fact that you would have the, some kind of story as to how you wound up with this, this specific creature. It's like us having a the last dodo bird or something, you know? Yeah. Or even just like a really rare car. I mean, if you wanted to go that far, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, if it, if you're counting it as a steed, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why all the dodos are dead is because people use them as steeds. <laughs> yes. They didn't learn after the first one. No, they're just... Dodo pancakes. That being said, depending on the level of the character 
And I guess just the addition of the game, the giant goat could be could be used as a wild shape for the druid or used as a find a summon steed by the paladin. Yeah. So it doesn't even necessarily have to be like, oh, I found this in the wild and tamed it, or it was gifted to me by uh, the hill elves or something. You know, it could be, it could be magically explained away, basically. Sure. Yeah, you you use a summon monster spell or whatever. Right. And yeah. Voila. I'm not sure what that's like in AD and D, and I'm also not sure. Uh, yeah if slash how giant goat translates into later editions. But there's no reason why you can't take the AD&D version as inspiration and pull it yep. into another game. I mean, that's the reason I have all of these. But it's one of the reasons I have all of these monster manuals is to to be able to pull from all of these versions in creating a game. Yep. Because if if you know... If you know enough of what you want... You can always reskin. You can always yeah. say, oh, I like the, the giant goat, but like what you said, Matt, when you were thinking I was thinking like rhino or something, just find like the woolly rhino in 4E, monster manual number four, yep, and just plop it on there, you know? Once you're comfortable enough with your DMing and your monsters, it's really not that difficult to swap. Oh, yeah, I found... And honestly, even before you're really comfortable, I find that to be the easiest way to incorporate things without having to almost build something from the ground up. Or mess with the level, you know, like... Yeah, that too. That was always the most daunting thing for me. This level 17 monster is really cool, but... How do I dumb it down so it doesn't kill my guys in one fell swoop? Yeah, my, my party is level 5. What am I going to do? Yeah. Brando, if you were to, what character would you have that would have a giant goat as a mount? Specifically, if, if, you, if you can think back to any of the characters that you've ever played, or does just the thought of having a giant goat as a mount inspire a specific character in your mind? Honestly, I would... I would put it on a very thin leash and have it be led around by a halfling. A halfling what, though? Uh, Bard. Yeah. Uh, and, and his only song is the song of how he got the goat. I'm thinking that's kind of... That sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, he or she would need something to defend any wimpy sort of class. So it's it's more body body goat no goat body goat. It's a body goat. It's the body of a goat with a head attached. <laughs> yes, it is it is Kevin Costner to his Whitney Houston. <laughs> what's the what's the, the bodyguard song? I don't remember. I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> what is it though? I don't. What's what, what's the name? I of don't it? know what the name of it is though. If you're gonna look it up, just look up Whitney Houston bodyguard yeah. song. Yeah, I guess I was gonna I was gonna sing it in a goat voice, but it's it's gone now. I lost it. Oh, I may have actually done that if that was if I were prompted. 
<laughs> That's an option. <laughs> Brando only thought you could sing it in the yeah, Houston voice, yeah. and he wasn't going there. The only thing in my mind right now is all by myself, and I know that's not it. It doesn't make any nope. sense. Why would that be? <laughs> that's definitely not it. <laughs> the name of the movie literally is not all by myself. <laughs> exactly. It's uh... <laughs> Oh, wow. It is I Will Always Love You. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do it now. I have a two-year-old to sleep upstairs. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, but she really carries out that. That one note. Just think about Jim Brewer doing it. And it would be so reverberated. It'd be perfect. Especially because they live in the the Rocky Hills. It would just echo. It'd be better than a yodel. And actually, it's still going on, but it was, the song was sung 7,000 years ago. (laughs) It was, yeah, it's an ancient song that just keeps echoing. It hasn't stopped. If you're not going to do it as a goat, Nick, do it as Gilbert Gottfried. I can't. You know I can't. We already we already <laughs> saw my Gilbert Godfrey impression, and it's terrible. Matt, real quick, in like yeah. three minutes, how would you incorporate a single or a group of giant goats into Role for Autism? Wow, that's that's tough because it wouldn't be a. It would. I don't think it would be an enemy. Just like a, it wouldn't be an enemy in a regular game. Yeah, unless provoked. Unless provoked. Yeah. Is there anything better than scenery? Yeah, I mean that's it. I I can see them see it being used as scenery. Maybe I do think if there's some sort of giant character that's like an enemy or something yeah. like that, then using that as the scenery around to kind of give the players an idea of the scope of everything. Yeah. You know, you're you're a big barbarian, but you only come up to like the kneecap of this this goat comma giant. Yeah, or or I was thinking to kind of call back to the Empyrean where we discussed that it would be really cool to just be like a quest giver or something. Have this be the mount of the quest giver and just Oh yeah. Kind of pump up the cool factor just a little bit more. Pump up the jams. Yeah, for sure. It would just be it, it would be flavor. Pump up the goat jams. Goat, goat flavored oh, jams made from made from <laughs> goat milk. I'm sorry, huh. goat comma giant milk. Goat comma, milk comma goat comma giant. <laughs> Brandon, yes. If you were to rate the giant goat one through ten, how many hill giants would you give the giant goat? I'm gonna go with a. Th- uh, let's go with four. Okay, that's that. That's actually more generous than I anticipated. Well, here's why. Yeah, give it to me. <laughs> Goats, large or small, comma. <laughs> they are really, really mean if provoked. That's yeah, true, very true. They will f up your day. So, they're being dangerous. Does that? Did you grade them on just the danger factor? If you if you had to actually fight them, did you grade them on their actually actually being kind of cool? It was mostly on the potential for danger, the potential if you are to provoke one. If the party did actually end up having to fight one for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
So the the big question, Nick, is when you title this episode, are you going to spell out the word comma? Oh, that's tempting. Actually, it should be goat, goat comma giant. It should be encounters comma random. <laughs> encounters comma random with goat comma giant. <laughs> I'll see if I can even do that. I'll I'll look into it. I think that was actually the most important question of the evening. Well, there we go. Any final thoughts on our giant goat here? I uh, will take that as a resounding no. I, yeah, I was trying to think of something smart. <laughs> no need to. With a comma in I was, between, but no, no, no I got need nothing. to. Well, that is it for this week of Random Encounters. Uh, I hope we had a giant goat of a time. Head on over to fecklessmomes.com and pop on onto the uh, Random Encounters page. You'll see the full list of monster manuals. If you happen to have one of those monster manuals, and if you have a specific monster that you would like us to discuss, drop us a note. On the homepage of fecklessmomes.com, we have a little contact us sheet, or just send us an email to momes at fecklessmomes.com. We will discuss any monster that you so desire. Come on back next week for another random monster from a random monster manual. We will discuss it, and hopefully it will be more exciting than the giant goat. Goat comma giant. (laughs) Than the goat comma giant. We will see you next week. I am Nick. I'm Matt. Brandon, comma, I am. And this is Random Encounters. Random Encounters is a proud member of the Feckless Moms Network, comma, audio. <laughs>